Thanks for listening to the Art Tactic Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Green. One aspect of the art market that we haven't covered as regularly on the podcast is the additions market, otherwise known as the prints market. Like other aspects of the art market, this segment has thrived over the past few years, and it operates in an interesting way in that you can acquire and collect blue-chip artists at much more accessible price points. So in this week's episode of the podcast, we wanted to chat with Robert Kennan about some trends in the additions market. He's the head of additions in Europe at Phillips Auction House. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks so much for listening. Robert, thanks so much for joining us. Adam, thank you very much for inviting uh, me and Phillips to talk about additions. It's yeah, very exciting time for additions. So yeah, they're looking forward to, to a really fruitful conversation with you. Absolutely. Well, I think there's a lot of energy in the prints market right now. A lot of up-and-coming contemporary artists are making exciting additions. And of course, you have established artists who have been doing it for many years. And it seems like prices have gone up considerably in this market over the last few years. Tell us, to, to what extent has the additions market grown over the last few years, and why do you think that's been the case? Yeah, I mean, it has grown. I mean, it's been growing for quite a while. I mean, we set up the additions department in New York in 2008 and then in London in 2013. And so in London, uh, really the last 10 years, we've just seen year-on-year growth and to the point where London is now market leader. So it's been extraordinary, our you know how Philips has, I suppose, rebranded the whole print collecting field and and seen all that you know great growth. I think that's been a really significant part of it. Is 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 changing people's perception from uh, these just being just prints to editions. I think that was very important when the department was set up in London. I mean, sorry, in, in New York uh, by Karen Kelly. Uh, so that that was really the sort of starting point for it all. And then, yeah, recently from 2020 through last year, we've seen extraordinary sort of growth. Uh, and, uh, you know, last year was a record year. We sold in London near, I think, 17 million uh, pounds uh, of additions of over three sales, actually four sales, because we had a dedicated uh, Hockney sale, which was a huge success, which was a, a white glove sale. So, so everything sold. Um, all of the lots sold in that sale. And then globally in dollars, we were, I think, just over $40 million. So, yeah, really very, very healthy sell-through rate. And and then this year in January, we had a very, I think, probably our best London sale. And then in June, another, another successful sale. So, yeah, we're kind of on course to, to, to um, you know, have another very good year. Yeah, and I'm really interested in hearing your perspective on how additions fit into the collecting journey. Do you consider the additions market an entryway, perhaps, for some new collectors to begin collecting art, especially considering the relatively accessible price point? Do collectors who collect originals in depth also tend to collect additions, or do you usually see collectors collect additions or originals, but not both? Yeah, it's a real variety, and I think you know, you're just looking at you did a great report uh, last year, the market analysis, and I and you. One thing that was really interesting is that you pointed out what what a huge um, percentage of lots that the 
the additions market represents, which isn't really fully or is only just starting to be sort of covered by 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 yourself and, and other journalists and other um you know podcasts. So um you know that's very interesting. But in terms of the entry point, I think uh as an entry point, um definitely I think the the price point, the value is is such that uh it allows people to to get involved in in collecting for the first time. We offer so many big names in our sales that uh it all seems it all seems very familiar to people that aren't maybe so um you know familiar with the whole of art the art market they they know those blue chip names so that's why a lot of people are attracted to us and at that uh as a starting point i think though there there are you know lots of collectors who who buy uh paintings but by multimedia works in in print or different categories they it could be, be that there there are key images that a collector wants whether it's a, a marilyn by warhol that is is just unaffordable in as an as a unique work but as an addition work from 1967 uh it it sort of it will fit in neatly to their collection in your analysis as well you it's funny you pointed out about the uh the artist uh asher whose uh, market's risen significantly and he's quite a sort of an outlier because he didn't really produce that many drawings per se but there are real diehard collectors of his of his prints um and then there are people that just love prints and that medium or those media and are really devoted to understanding that collecting field and you know those those are people you know we we love ever, anyone to come and you know buy on ourselves but we we love it when people sort of really engage with you know how the things are made and really appreciate uh you know what an artist and the the the, the print studio that he collab he or she collaborates with to uh you know produce some you know amazing artworks so it's a real it's a real mix really of um of people it's not um, just one particular area, but as, but I think as you rightly say, the the price point does mean that it's it it allows people to to start collecting, uh, you know, with a you know fairly modest budget. And how much variety do you see within the editions market regarding each artist and how involved they are in their printmaking process and how high quality their editions are and consequently how much they sell for relative to perhaps their originals really depends on the art how engaged the artist is and how how much they want to how much yeah how much how much they want to be involved in the production of the of the work you know hockney for instance is is fascinating in that you know he you know he likes being independent and to to such a degree with the most recent works which are ipad uh works you know there's there's no real there's no printer involved there's no master printer he did a series back in the mid eighties that were called homemade prints and though, and he wanted just to have, make his own prints at home and he did them on a photocopier. So he wants that independence free of having to rely on a, a master uh, printmaker and maybe, you know, artists find that uh, restrictive having to hand over their, the, the process to, to someone else. Some artists really, you know, really enjoy and thrive in that collaboration. But at the same time, if you've been doing it over a course of 
60 years maybe you kind of think right i've done all the collaboration i want to do i want to do my own thing um you know very independently but there is real variety in 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 terms of the the quality of the works that are produced um and that doesn't necessarily translate into uh the the value and how desirable they are i mean it's it's very much image based i mean there are the you know, there are collectors and specialists such as myself and all my colleagues who love the nitty gritty and the nerdy side of looking at prints and how they're made and understanding the process and you know sort of have a level of connoisseurship that we want to share uh, with other people and and collectors and educate um, clients coming in. Um, so you know you want to you want to see some soul to the 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 object that you're hand handling but at the same time you know we work in a commercial industry and you know if something doesn't have much of a soul but the image is great and it uh, it's a small edition and it's highly desirable and it makes a lot of money then you know, that 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 helps us as a in, as a as an industry and yeah that that's just part of the variety of our of of the artworks we handle yeah, that makes sense. And so it'd be great if you could identify some of the hottest artists in the editions market at the moment, perhaps some rising emerging artists as well as very established blue chip artists. Yeah, I mean, really established. Hockney's, you know, very, very strong at the moment. I think Warhol uh, editions are really interesting. The market there is very strong, even though the it seems that the originals market is quite static and, and a bit flat, but uh so that's an interesting you know why is that going on i'm i'm not quite sure maybe it's price point uh keith harring um is is really really strong and i think his influence over a lot of street artists um has been huge and uh, so one sees you know, strong markets for people like invader uh, at the moment i think banksy's um calmed down a lot since last year uh but um yeah, Haring is is interesting and very sought after. Some of the women artists, British artists, uh, Bridget Riley, uh, you know, she's a you know older artist, um, and you know, finally that that market has um, really, in terms of the additions, has really started to boom. Uh, Nara, uh, Kusama are very strong. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of um, a lot of interesting. Tracy Emmons market is good. And since we have you here and you're so involved in the editions market and engaging with collectors, I wanted to ask you if you could share a few pieces of advice you can give to our listeners, perhaps who are new to the editions market and are just beginning to collect and trying to navigate where to start and how to begin that process. Yeah, I mean, I think do I think auctions are an amazing place to start because we have such variety in our sales. Uh, I don't think there's any, yeah, any other sort of app place you can come and see i mean we have 300 lots each sale by incredible number of different artists different price points so come and have a look at the sale speak to a specialist you know don't be scared asking questions you know we often phillips often put uh on great events we have printmaking days we had an amazing david trigley online sale recently and we collaborated with jealous gallery who print a lot of his screen prints so we had that there's an opportunity to come and actually make a print with with uh with a with a with one of the studios uh so that was great so then you learn about how things are made you get a sense of 
you know what goes into it that that really helps to sort of you know develop an appreciation so we love doing that we did a an etching day a couple of sales ago we did an ipad day so those sort of events are really helpful for people but yeah coming in talking to the specialists and and buying i think you know you really want to make sure that uh, in terms yeah condition if it's an older print you know making sure that the uh that the, the that the condition is good the colors are good the paper's not um uh discolored those sorts of things you want to make sure it's it's in good shape i mean obviously more recent contemporary editions you know there shouldn't be any problems because they're you know they're relatively young or brand new but if you're buying a picasso that's 60 odd years old then you want to make sure you have a look at that at the frame make sure it's the full sheet someone hasn't taken a pair of scissors to the margins to fit a an old frame that they like and you know they've trimmed down the the, the margins and that compromises the value um you know make sure that the colors are strong if you're buying a chagall print the color should be beautifully vibrant don't buy one that looks a bit faded and pale wait for one that is um you know lovely and and fresh and just bide your time i mean they're multiples so there they'll there'll be one out there if it's an older print you're looking for, there'll be one out there eventually that, that you should go for. Uh, but sometimes people just love a particular image and fall in love with it and they go for it. But yeah, condition is a big issue um, just to be aware of. And I think that just helps, you know, basic sort of understanding of, of uh, you know, how things are made. And and then that, that that's some good, good background knowledge to have when you're, you know, building a collection or making your first purchase. Robert, thanks so much again for coming onto the podcast and chatting with us about many different aspects of the editions market. And before we let you go, tell us what do you have upcoming at Phillips? Yeah, well, we've got actually we've got a sale going on today, which seems to be doing really well, which is good. We've just had our Shrigley sale. That was our first online sale in London. Uh, coming up in London, we've got we'll have our September sale on the 21st of September. We'll have our second Hockney sale the day before on the 20th of September, which is shaping up really well. That's, that's looking nice. We've got some really good um, artworks in that sale. And I think in, in terms of the value, it's looking it's looking sort of comparable to last year, which was uh, about £3 million. So that's, that's coming on. And then New York will have sales in late October. Uh, and I think actually also we've got uh, an online sale in New York, uh, as well, kind of a back to school, a small, uh, sort of very curated sale of um, of modern contemporary prints, which should be fun. Perfect. Thanks so much again, Robert. We appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, Adam. That's very good. Thanks. Bye.